0: constituencies like a list of lists in a way it's a special list of lists to make for a few different categories of 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 groups and well it's not that long of a list but but it can but it sort of you know points you towards some pretty big areas of concern so first you have your audience And you likely have more than one group within your audience. You can have groups that are, um, you know, based on their expertise. Are you creating a thing to create? And so all of a sudden you will for sure have folks who occupy different um, areas of uh, skill and comfort with what you created. You'll have people who are very comfortable experts. You have people who are novices and all in between different areas and and comforts with, you know, making things successfully with what you shared and, and also finding new clever nuances and paths and all that stuff. Each one of these, you know, groups having a different need, but then you could have potentially different languages, different cultures, um, and different needs, if you have a if if you're providing something that maybe you have a, a a government service website that addresses a variety of different policies and concerns and needs so well now you you'll have different groups different parts of your audience maybe sometimes some overlap too and that's like an even special thing to describe or and and understand when when you have. Uh, groups that you assume are always separate, but that actually aren't. That's really awesome to learn about and to um, help inform your what you're making, what you're designing. Okay, so audience is a big one. Maybe the biggest, but pretty close to that would be your organization. Your organization is the 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 leadership, the establishment of the space, the funding that creates the um, gr- the avail the possibility for a group to be available and um, work toward outcomes in a particular, you know, representing a particular need and goals and stuff, right? So you got an organization, you've got your audience, but now there's the people who are Coming to that organization to help make the stuff happen, and it's the teams within the organization, and sometimes teams outside of the organization. But it's those groups who make things happen. Maybe the primary group for that that brings about the solution, that creates the website, that creates an app. But then there's always uh, or creates a physical product as well too, right? But there, there's a there's a group that's on the the further furthest point toward getting the thing into the world but then the, we're all standing on the shoulders and we're all making things out of made things so there may be other teams that are making the parts parts of the thing that that help you assemble and integrate to bring it into the world so you can have teams of teams okay <clears throat> that's a, that's a constituency so audience organization teams covers a lot right then what if you take a big step back you try to put the thing you're making into a bigger picture and see how it connects to the world around you that can get pretty deep of course that can get that that's a on purpose ambiguous category but it can be constructively ambiguous when you look for things at least just a little bit outside the the realm of your product. Like if you're putting something on a physical shelf, what else is next to it? Why do people go down the aisle for the thing on that shelf? Why would people search for keywords that end up showing your product next to someone else's product? Having that curiosity about the world can lead to a variety of things of just seeing what you're making in a wider context, and potentially including at least an awareness and a sensitivity to other groups. Like sometimes we can make things and, well, misuse others' vocabulary or what have you. Doing a Google search for the terms and glossary and stuff for the things that you put in your into your website or your app that are especially important words, worth doing. The world. There's the classic... Um, the Coca-Cola thing, which I forget if it's a, if if it's apocryphal, but the, um, the bite the wax tadpole, the, that's what the Coca-Cola symbol looked like in, um, in a country that I, I do not recall if it was, I do not recall what country it was, but I believe it was in East Asia, but, um, Again, uh, I should look this up. This is a place where like, I get to unpack things and what have you. And then if I'm actually putting this in a workshop or in an article, yeah, it's time to get a reference and a, and a, and a source. Mm, sorry about that. I don't have that here right now. But if you're, if you're, if you're curious and care about the world that, that your product appears within, you're going to notice the, those adjacent things. The things that you know that you've bought something or, or used a service in the past and you thought, oh my They didn't notice this. Yeah, you can think about that. It's worth it. Okay. So that's a fourth constituency. And then there's a fifth one. The fifth one is the person in the mirror. It's you. Mm Mm-hmm. I think it's worth including yourself saying I'm on a project. That's making a thing. How do I feel about that thing? I'm on a project that's making a thing that's causing mm, pretty, you know, questionable outcomes related to, let's say, elections and democracy. How do I feel about that? Um, maybe I understand the, the users, the audience, the organization and the teams and the world. And now what? Now I need to think about how do I feel about that for me and my career, the story of, of like the, the work I put into the world during my lifetime. Maybe that sounds a little dramatic. Maybe it should. <laughs> you should care about the stuff you put into the world. So include yourself in those projects. I don't mean that in now let you take over the project and you don't care about all the constraints and concerns and needs of the different constituencies. I just mean that you matter and what you put into the world matters. And it's worth thinking about. And I'll just say that, um, yeah, there's been times in my career where I was I was naive. If you look at my resume on LinkedIn and you did plenty of searching, you'll see like oh right, his first 9 years of his career were in the financial industry and, you know, or well, not the first 9 years, but like a chunk of the early 9 years. And um you know, that's that wasn't a, a great time in the US to be in that part of the financial industry and but I but I learned right and it's it's so I get it you can end up in orgs right and so maybe in a way this is me trying to time travel to my past self saying like hey (laughs) past Rob look around and notice more of the context of what your organization is doing and think about that and and so you know is that that what you want in your story so there you go Um, the constituencies, what else do I have on that? One of the best things you can do with those is just to have that list and think about, am I doing something credible toward a good outcome toward these different areas? Is this project, you know, doing something credible as a, as a you know a worthwhile outcome for all these different areas? How do you know that? List their goals. Try to come up with goals among all those different constituencies. If getting deeper into user experience and you know design and research and uh, prototyping and all the kind of stuff that you can you can do. Well, yeah, that list—you're going to have some pretty deep goals and context and stuff when it comes to the audience, especially, right? But even having that 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 basic list of goals, all of a sudden, it's possible to paint a common ground and to see, like, and that's why, you know, okay, use the use those different groups, have a have a goal or more among them, and think about like, well, what leads to a good outcome collectively here, and. That is, you know, a good start. It's a it's a good start. You can go a lot deeper, but um, I think you're for sure really uh, kicking into that user experience mindset when you've you've uh, thought of those when you pay attention and know like know those you know, who who fits in those areas, right? The users or audience, right? The organization, the teams, the world especially adjacent, having a curious mind, what, what's around the thing you make in the world that other people see and you. Okay. Um, there you go. That was another update in this user experience mindset series. I'm um, exploring and, and unpacking and developing for other things, but but I'm sharing with you here in the Polytechnicast to... Um, as a practice, by the way, it worth mentioning that this, uh, my podcast, I do a lot more updates during, during the month of November because of an art sound off thing. It's a creative challenge that Jersey Drozd and I started. And it's because of you know celebrating the power of, of journaling. And if you want, you can share it and all that kind of stuff. I may have some more journal focused updates to come this month. And of course, beyond, uh, but certainly in November, that's when we celebrate Art Sound Off. And you can learn more about that at artsoundoff.com or go to your favorite social network and do a search for Art Sound Off as a hashtag. And um, yeah, a lot of interesting things folks are sharing. And in, in some cases, uh, developing and exploring, You know, using this as an excuse to to dig into and do some, um, some creative stuff that, um, that's awesome. So there you go. And I know, and by the way, Jersey Drozd, who I mentioned, is a friend and co-founder of this uh, creative challenge. Uh, he's doing some really cool updates in the space of being a teaching artist and just different areas of concern to, to sort of in a way like work yourself through a process to, to say, Am, uh, where can I level up as, as an artist who wants to, to teach how I make the stuff. And um, you know whether or whether you're, you know, I would say it's really valuable whether you're already really comfortable doing teaching with being an artist or if you're starting out. Oh my gosh, especially you gotta check it out. Uh, his podcast is at comicsaregreat.com, and uh, and it's called Thunder Punch Daily. Worth your time. All right, that's all I got for you now. If you have any thoughts or questions about this, by all means, reach out to me on the social networks, where I'm Rob Stenzinger, or via email, I am rob at shieldsstenzinger.com. Thank you so much for listening.